Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening a special guest for you today the one the only Monisma she is a hamster owner and is going to talk to you guys a little bit about proper hamster care what goes into that and you can look her up on Instagram at astronomy hammy's care I'll link it in the show notes everybody please welcome Monisma hi (laughs) so we're just going to kind of get into this you want to introduce yourself, say a little something about how long you've had hamsters in your lifetime, as well as how long you've had your current hamsters? Sure. Yeah, so actually my current hamsters are my first hamsters. So I've had Amy, my dwarf hamster, for two years and 10 days now. I got her December 31st of 2018. Um, And Topaz, which is my female Syrian, we've only had her for six months. So haven't had them for a long time, but love them to pieces. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's so exciting. So you're kind of in a similar boat with me with Petra, Mm -hmm. minus the hamsters that I had in my past when I was younger. So thank you for letting us know a little bit about your hamsters. And you can see some photos and stuff on them on your Instagram page. What is your favorite thing so far about owning hamsters? Yeah, this may not be the most popular opinion, but I love setting up their cages. I know some people think it's it's a bore and just something they have to do, but it's like an art to me. It's just so enjoyable to set them up and see them explore for the first time. It's just the best feeling ever. Aw, I don't agree with other people with that either. Yeah, when I do that with Petra, she gets so happy and excited and just Like, it's fun to watch her run around and explore. Uh I agree with you there on that one. So now we're going to get into hamster care. So you know a lot about hamster care, and I've done a lot of research on it. I've done some, but I'm still new to all this stuff. Like, I was amazed looking at your page of all this stuff that you put together. Thank you. (laughs) And that, and educating hamster owners, because, you know, you go to the pet store, and they tell you the wrong information. And so it's kind of confusing for somebody that doesn't know So what made you so passionate about like proper hamster care? Honestly, I think I see hamsters as probably one of the most miscared for creatures. And that's partially because they're just so adorable, right? So they're easily marketable for young kids or for parents to buy them as gifts. You know, just seeing that and seeing them be mistreated so often really made me want to do something about it. And that's what started me getting so research heavy into them. Because for a lot of other animals, like dogs or cats, I I feel like care information is out there. But with hamsters, it's something that you had to dig a lot more into. And I really enjoy that, the researching side of it. So yeah, probably just the fact that there wasn't information out there wanted to make me go find that information. No, I think that's great. All right. So what is your biggest hamster care mistake that you've made and how did you learn from it and change your habits? Because I know none of us are perfect, obviously. 
Okay, first of all, I love that question, by the way. (laughs) And I think that probably my biggest mistake was thinking that you reach a point where you're done learning about hamster care, you know? Yeah, I love that. Thinking that, and I did think this probably a year and a half ago, I thought that I knew everything about hamster care. And that was partially because I was not really on Instagram at that point. I had just, like most people, been watching some of the hamster YouTubers like Victoria Rachel and things like that and checking out the US forums. While I think they're great for getting people started into hamster care, they're really limited in the knowledge they have. But I was so convinced that I knew everything. And looking back, I can't believe myself. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's definitely changed. I'm now in this state, and I say this a lot, but I think that signing up to be a hamster owner is signing up to be a learner and a student for the rest of their lives. There's always new information coming out. There are always new studies being done. There's always more people testing things out. And there's always more to learn. And if you open your mind to knowing that you can always improve, you can always learn more, others can always improve, others can always learn more, then we could just have such a happy hamster community with everyone trying to learn and grow all the time. And that's probably the biggest mistake I've ever made. And I'm so glad that I'm over that now. And I now acknowledge that I could still be making mistakes right now. But as long as I continue to research and learn and grow from that, then that's what matters. Yeah, I could not have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I know you and I were messaging about this and like you are constantly learning and growing. If you think that, okay, you know all the information, you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I just love your mindset on that. You know, I can always upgrade, upgrade, upgrade and like Mm -hmm. make her quality of life better and better and better and better. If I stop, then I'm doing something wrong. What do you think is the most important aspect regarding hamster care? Like a new hamster owner should know or a hamster owner that's kind of looking to learn and grow. The biggest thing I think that new hamster owners or people that are looking to improve need to focus on is kind of a broad category, but that would be enrichment. So you hear a lot of times people saying upgrade your cage, things like that, which is true. I think it's it's amazing to continually get a larger cage for your hamster. But if you have an empty cage, if you have two inches of bedding and maybe one hide and one chew, then that larger cage isn't doing much for your hamster. And when I say enrichment, I don't just mean like a couple hides and things like that, but things like sprays and things like herbs and always adding more and just giving your hamster a life where they always have something to do. And just taking that advice of improving your cage, for example, and getting a really large cage isn't necessarily going to be the step to make your hamster happy. I think it's just as important to have an enriching cage and that's what people miss a lot, in my opinion. No, I think that's perfect. Yeah, it's more like quality over quantity in that aspect. Yeah. So this next part, kind of going back to looking at your Instagram page and all the stuff that you have on there, you educate hamster owners. And like, honestly, I think that is so cool because education is key in this community because like I said you go to the pet store and you see the different enclosures that they have there and there's their critter chills they're so tiny 
and people just get them because they're like, oh, this is the pet store. Like they know the best about this. And in reality, they don't until they do their own research. So it's nice that you reach out to hamster owners and kind of want to share this education that you've done. What kind of drew you to reaching out to hamster owners to help them and called you to kind of start posting on these subjects? The posting part of it, this was a specific incident actually where I was talking to somebody I knew. We weren't exactly friends, but we were we were talking and I had mentioned something about being really passionate about getting pets the best care they can possibly have, specifically the hamsters. At the time, I just had Amy. And she said that, hey, I have 10 hamsters. That That's that's a cool fact. And I was kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. Why do you have 10 hamsters? And she had said that someone she knew didn't realize that if you put a male and a female hamster together, it would result in children. And so- Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so they had had a litter of 15 hamsters and she had- taken in 10 of them and tried to take care of them and put them in thin cages and things like that but obviously they're not going to have the greatest quality of life because it'd be extremely expensive to do that for 10 different hamsters but in that moment I had kind of thought if I could make an account where I talk about hamster care and I can get the people in my community to follow me maybe I could just prevent an incident like this from happening again or help people understand more about hamsters and what they should and should not be doing. And that night I had gone home and I had started my account. So that's that's how I started my account. And obviously from there, it's kind of grown. And now there are people that follow me from all over the world, which is awesome. Now I have people coming to ask me questions and I probably get two or three care questions every day, which doesn't sound like a lot, but to me, that's a lot. And I really love helping people out or directing them to different care posts I've made or explaining something directly to them. The account had a very specific starting moment, but the part with me being able to help people just kind of happened. And I love that people come to me and ask me for help. And of course, I always suggest they always see other resources as well, but I just feel so good about being able to help people out in an area that I'm so passionate about. Yeah, that is so cool. Like kudos to you for reaching out and doing all of that. Like, and two messages a day, like that's a lot. That is seriously a lot. And you really start to realize how large this hamster community is. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I like started this podcast because nobody has a hamster care podcast. So I would love to reach out further in this community. I started my account for Petra just for fun, mm-hmm. just something to like post pictures here and there of her. And it turned into something totally different, kind of like you, your account just exploded with people wanting to ask you questions and learn more about hamster care, which is so freaking cool. Thank you. I love that. It's so awesome. So I hope we'll reach a good amount of people with this podcast. So you were talking about different resources. So what are some of your go-to resources that you have? Is there a certain like website that you use or other hamster owners that you kind of take what they've done? Or is it all just your own research? How does that process work? It's kind of a combination of all of the above. For how I got started, is definitely Instagram and I know this is the same for a lot of people 
but joining Instagram had kind of, my care has gotten so much better since then because the people that are on this platform aren't on any other platform. And so I think Instagram is definitely a great place to start. And accounts that I love, like Five Little Hams and Dogs Hamsters, really got me into my hamster care research. And I highly recommend them if anyone wants to check out their info posts to start reading about different topics. But now these days, now that it's been a couple years of that kind of researching, I definitely do a lot of my own research now. So one of my recent information posts was about how much flax is safe to give a hamster because you see a lot of people putting these really big bundles of flax in their cages. So for that one, I really did. I I went to different journals and websites and looked at different studies people had done, looking at the toxicity studies, all sorts of things like that. So nowadays when I'm doing research, I really go back to the root of where to find the research, which is the studies and the journals and the raw data and things like that. But for someone who's starting, I really do think that Instagram is a fantastic place to start doing research. That is so cool. Thank you, Manasa, for coming on here and taking the time out of your day to talk about all of these different topics. I sincerely appreciate it. I am so glad (laughs) that I have somebody else to talk about hamster care because like, I'm not an expert by any means. So I'm always learning and growing and figuring out what is the best. So that's why I was really drawn to asking you to be on my podcast. And I'd love to have you on to go more in depth into these different topics. But is there any last things you want to share uh, with the hamster community? Any questions you have for me? Comments? Any last <laughs> any last words? I have Okay, I have some last words. Just Thank you so much for inviting me. First of all, this was a lot of fun and I would love to be on to talk about more in-depth hamster care topics. That is one of my biggest passions. But yeah, just thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for for being on here. Like this was part of the reason I started this podcast. I wanted to feature different hamster owners to share their experiences and tips and tricks that they have. And this is what this podcast is about, joining together with the hamster community, reaching out to different people. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed that little collaboration with Manasa. I will link her Instagram information in the show notes down below, as well as the hamster care profiles that she told me about. Those will be linked on my Instagram, Petra the Hamster, as well as in the show notes. So instead of having a Holly's Hamster Tip of the Week this week, I decided to share with you guys this collaboration that somebody wrote in instead. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'm so sorry if I mispronounce your name, but it is Elsie154. Thank you so much for taking the time to write something. And in talking with Hamster Care, this is what they wanted to share with all of you guys in the hamster community. So they just wrote in a little spiel. I'm going to go ahead and read it for you. I think that everything in life is based on inspiration. The clothes that we wear, the way we decorate our house, etc. And also hamster care. 
If we want a better change worldwide with hamster care, we must inspire others. If we have a nice cage, it's important to post pictures on our account. One day, someone with a much small cage will look on your account and think, oh wow, that's fun. I want that too. But oh wait, I need to buy a bigger cage because what they are doing, I can't do with the one I have now. And so not only are you giving your own hamster a happy life, but also someone else's. Other people will get inspired by the cage as well. I try to get as much people inspired as possible. It is nice that people can see as many different styles as possible because different people have different tastes. Of course, a natural environment is most beautiful for a hamster, but there will be people out there which are not getting inspired because they have different tastes and different wants for their hamster. I've received tons of messages from people who have thanked me for getting them inspired to get a bigger cage and start hamsterscaping as well. And as long as they create a fantasy world for their hamster, which is safe, where they can use all of their natural instincts, that works. A hamster's most important instinct is their nose. My cages may be not natural, but they are. I always make sure that I add tons of different kinds of smells they can explore. Like many different substrates, moss, sprays, herbs, dried leaves from all kinds of trees and plants, all kinds of dried flowers as well. Just little bits are enough to keep them busy. It relieves the stress as well. And because these people get inspired on Instagram, they will also pick up important information about hamster care, like a proper wheel size, that hamsters need deep bedding, and also scatter feeding. Oh, also that they must not open a hide while their hamster is in there, and that monkey barring and biting on the sides are signs of stress. So, if you have a nice cage, please show it on your account, not only in your highlights, but also in your posts. Another thing is to not judge about themed cages. A hamster doesn't know the difference between a rock or a gnome. It's just an obstacle for them, whether they have to walk around it or are hiding behind it. Thank you so much for writing in to the Happy Hamster Corner and sharing your little insight about hamsterscaping. This is super cool. I really hope I didn't butcher your name, but thank you so, so much. You are awesome. So yeah, if any of you guys ever want to be featured, please, please let me know. Just send me a direct message on Instagram or on Anchor. I will get back to you as soon as possible if you want to be featured on here. Also, let me know. I love hearing from you guys and I love hearing feedback about this podcast and it's kind of growing way faster and more than I was expecting. So that's really exciting. I couldn't ask for a better community. So you can listen on Anchor, Spotify. You can listen on Apple Podcasts now, um, the Happy Hamster Corner. If you could follow on there, subscribe, whatever, write a comment on there. I would love to hear from you guys or yeah, I mean, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am so excited. I put out new episodes every single Friday. Next week, I will be giving a little update on my hamster and we will be talking about different boredom breakers. So I'm excited for next week's episode and I hope you are too. Thank you. Bye. And of course, as always, have a happy one, guys. <laughs>